Cats at Night. Now, here's John Katsimatidis. Miguel Martinez Sands is a uh, president of St. Francis College, college I went to many years ago. And in many ways, the college is the same today as it was then. Then it was all first and second generation, Irish and Italian, where nobody in their family gone to college today. It's new immigrants and others who are going there. But the school and all private schools are going through tough times. Miguel is doing an absolutely great job. Miguel, welcome to the show. And anything you can explain to us about the condition of private colleges, I think everyone wants to hear it. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Thanks for having me. Look, I mean, I think it's a, it's a complicated situation, right? We're we're a college that's been, as you as you mentioned, we've been serving, um, you know, the underserved, working people of New York City for 164 years. I mean, we've been at it for a very long time, and you know, as the as as the city gets more and more expensive, as as some of the what I would call some hostility to private college education, you know, makes its way around the media. You know, we get caught up in this collateral damage. Let me give you a sense of what I mean by that, Peter, right? We talk about the media likes to talk about a higher education, private higher education as a monolithic, right? It's not. We're not like NYU. We're not like Columbia. I'm not beating up my colleagues there. You know, we're a college that is committed to serving working people, right? And so it's a different kind of play. I don't have a massive endowment, right? I don't have price points in the 70s, right? Our adjusted gross income of our families in the 60s. Right, so how do we make a quality education affordable to those folks in a city that's as expensive as New York, right, with a, with a state government, and I'm not beating up anybody in particular, that is not really supporting the ecosystem comprehensively? What I mean by that real quick is they're focused on the publics, which is fine. Let me give you a data point that's important. 1.2 million folks going to college in the state of New York, 500,000 are served by the private sector, right? There is not only... There's not a public-only option. And so what I've been frustrated by being in New York, in the city and the state, is that we don't recognize that colleges like St. Francis that have been doing this a whole lot longer than most need to be supported for us to continue to do the work we do to enable these families that send their their, their young people to us to continue to do so. Now, uh, several years ago, the in- uh, increase of funding available to students going to state schools. Now, how has that impacted a school like St. Francis? Well, the the increase was modest. So we've got two 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 places where there's some some numbers, right? So just give you a sense, and and so the the listeners can get a feel, right? What is the cost to educate a student in New York City, right? Just imagine that as a concept, right? We're in the very low in terms of our expenditure rate per student, although we provide a quality education. Why? Because we take out some of the frills, right? We don't have the climbing walls that everybody talks about when they talk about private higher ed. There are two pots of money that come to us when we're talking about working people in New York. Right. If, you, if you're earning, if you're a low income earner, you have access to the Pell a grant, which is called it 6,500. And then there was a modest increase to the tuition assistance program, which is the TAP, the New York um, State Award for Low Income Families, and you know, call it 5,100. So now, right, let's let's push it up and say you're at 12,000. There's no school in the country that can actually educate folks with $12,000 per student. Right, so that becomes already a burden. What's happened in the state is that there's this movement calling for the the, the tap gap. What is the tap gap? Uh, you, you, you know, your listeners may not know it. I don't know if you know you would know it given uh, work. Miguel, this is John Katzmanides. Can I interrupt yeah. for t- for twenty seconds? Yeah, I'll absolutely. tell you why. Because the next reporter we have on the New York Post, I understand the legislature has given Governor Hochul an extra one point seven billion. 
to distribute as she sees fit to help the various communities. Uh, why can't you get part of this $1.7 billion? Well, I, I mean, suggest can, you, you listen to our conversation with Miranda Devine that's coming on next mm. to talk about the the extra, the $1.7 billion that's being distributed by the state to help local communities. Look, I mean, I think just <laughs> to your point, John, I think what's happening is, this is what I was going to say with the tap gap, what's happening with the public's, and actually, the governor has said this. She wants to increase the enrollments at Publix by approximately you know, 500,000 students. Think about the number I just gave you a second ago. There's a really big push, not only at this at the New York State. There's so in other words, she wants to increase it at, at the Publix and want to hurt the privates? So that way well, you guys get hurt, you, got, you guys get destroyed, and, they, and that way damages. your students have to go to, to uh, Publix? Well, look, think about what happened here when uh, when Stringer was running for mayor, right? Stringer said, I'm going to make CUNY Community Colleges free for everybody in New York City, right? That's the end of our college. Why? Because we are an alternative to the CUNY environment. And so what happens if you're a family that earns $30,000 a year and they tell you you can go somewhere free or you got to pay a couple of nickels, it's not that you have discretionary income that you don't want to spend. So what you're seeing, and I had the undersecretary for the department, uh, James Qual here, this past week, uh, last week, talking to us about what they're doing. And I said, one of the things I said to him, when you push the free community college program, you have collateral damage to schools like a St. Francis that he celebrated openly, publicly for the work we do serving low-income communities. And I said, but indirectly, you're hurting us because you're, you're distorting the market in such a way that students don't believe that we're a real option when we are. Right. So that's what I would say, John, is that there's a distortion in the market with the media talking about privates as if they're this monolith of affluent schools, which is false. And then the media, some of the media, not all the media, you're not doing it on this channel, talking about the reason that public higher education should be free. I don't know if everybody knows. I'm sure your next speaker will say so. There was a movement, and I'm not sure I haven't heard much about it, for a constitutional amendment in the state of New York where education would be an entitlement through the undergraduate degree, right? That's the kind of animus that we're fighting against. Yeah, uh, by the way, thank you for coming on. It's Cats at Night on the Red Apple Podcast Network.